Okay, so we're here on the Dudes Being Dudes podcast with Cam Cowan, starting pitcher for Campbell Baseball. And Cam, it's certainly an interesting time in the college baseball landscape. But I do want to talk a little bit about the start to your season, just because of how special it was, thinking back to some of those outings. And give me a sense when you're flying down to South Alabama and you know you're getting the ball on that Friday night to start the season. What's going through your mind getting ready for that start? And as the innings continue to stockpile up, how was that feeling for you getting so many batters out? Um, It was a special feeling, especially being able to fly private down to down to South Alabama. That's an uh, experience you don't quite get playing Juco baseball. But uh, for the game, I wasn't – I mean – I was just ready to ready to be back on the diamond and facing another team, you know. No doubt, and especially interesting because, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I think in your junior college, you weren't as much of a starting pitcher as you were now. So, what was kind of that transition like for you? Uh, my freshman year, I was more of a middle relief and closer. But my uh, sophomore year at JUCO, I transitioned into being a starting pitcher, which is what I was all the way through high school. So, I mean, it was pretty seamless, and I was more of what I was used to. No doubt. And and I know, obviously, going back to that South Alabama game, it ended in a loss in, in arguably the, the worst fashion for you just for how well you were pitching. But did you get a sense of how many strikeouts you were picking up or what were guys kind of saying or maybe even not saying to you as that game went deeper into the, the contest? Um, well, it's always kind of in the back of your mind that – uh you're getting people out by strikeouts, but no one really says much to you. I just kind of sat at the end of the dugout by myself. No one really talked to me too much. I was just in my zone. Absolutely. And, and it's funny too, because of course, with the last name Cowan and, and you use the hashtag, the bull a lot. So you kind of have that, that intense, that, that tough demeanor on the Hill. And some of the pitches that really impressed us just seeing you this year, especially at home games, what was, that breakout slider that you had that could wipe out slider, if you will. How natural is that pitch for you, and what's it like when that thing's rolling right along? Um, It's very, very natural for me. I've never really had to toy with it much throughout my uh, career. It's just always been there for me. And uh, so that's something I've always been able to rely on. And it feels really good knowing I have that in my back pocket, just being able to get hitters out with it. No doubt, and it's kind of funny with how this season ended up unfolding, unfortunately, but you only had one start at home really all year, and it was against Purdue. And, and, and I'm just curious, when you're pitching at Jim Perry Stadium, I know you had a lot of spring games and, and fall practices, but what is it like pitching at this park, and, and what did you enjoy about playing here at home? Oh, it's phenomenal. The uh, First off, the fans, there's just a different energy about it in our dugout uh, and uh, the fan base that we have. And also, I like to think of Jim Perry as a pitcher's ballpark for sure, plays deep. So I like that as well. I was going to say, I've never heard a pitcher complain about 400 to dead center and uh, the wind blowing in, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Cam, it's interesting, too, because then, you know, in your next start, well, we go down to Fayetteville and, and play Army and Air Force in a couple of games. And, and you were fantastic again in that start. And, and I'm curious, how did the confidence come from you week in and week out? And you know, the numbers are what they are, but just to be able to put up good innings almost every start and, and work deep into games. I feel like that's uh, just part of who I am as a baseball player. I'm always going to have that confidence on the mound, knowing I can get people out even with even on a bad day. So just going out there and 
knowing I have the capabilities to do what I need to do is, is awesome. Absolutely. And I'm curious because you came to a team that had won a couple of titles in a row and, and certainly some title expectations this year. What was that culture like when maybe you arrived in the fall doing the weight workouts and, and kind of the fall practice with some of the returners and maybe what they expected out of you? The uh, intensity level was definitely pretty high throughout the fall and leading up to the season. But uh, I didn't really feel pressure from any of my teammates knowing that uh, they're going through the same thing and I'm going to have their back just like they had mine. It was neat, too, because I had the chance to film some highlights at a couple of the fall games. And you, you do mention some of that intensity and that uh, the rowdiness, the dugout, if you will. That was pretty evident even, you know, gosh, October when you guys are playing games on, on weekends. What's that camaraderie like? And I know it relates to all different levels, junior college, high school, whatever. But how would you describe that with this group and just the competitive nature of the bunch? Uh, it's definitely very high. Everybody's out there to win and compete. So when you get a bunch of guys out there trying to compete and win against each other, it's just a, a tough battle. Is there anybody you can recall, and this may be a bunch of guys, but any pitchers who were able to get under your skin a little bit and fire you up or, or a hitter you love to face in those exhibitions? Uh, I don't really think anyone gets under my skin too much. <laughs> I kind of just block out all that extra noise. But uh, I definitely like going uh, throwing against Pack a lot. Very, very tough out for me. I like the challenge. No doubt that there are obviously a lot of good hitters on this team, and it's cool to get that perspective. Cam, for yourself, you know, coming from, from Iowa and out here in North Carolina, such a different experience. What was something that maybe surprised you? It, maybe not even necessarily the baseball side of it, but just about, you know, moving across the country and experiencing something different? Uh, the Southern hospitality, for sure. People down here are pretty nice and welcoming. I don't want to put you on the spot, but of the fried chicken joints you maybe experienced, what what stood out the most to you? Uh, big cookout guy. I don't know if that's not really a fried chicken joint, but oh, they got a lot of good stuff though. Yeah, that's probably my go-to. So I don't know if you saw a lot of these accounts I've been putting up there, March Madness polls of like fast food joints. It, you know, you have the In and Outs and the Chick Fil A's and the Subways of the world. Where from your neck of the woods kind of stands out from Iowa that you really enjoyed, and and what's your kind of favorite go-to fast food joint? Um, Raising Cane's. That's that's a pretty big one. I like that. Yeah, no doubt. So Ryan Chassis, uh, he interned for us in the athletic department, and he was he was telling us that not only are you a serious guy and very that demeanor on the mound, but you're also one of the the jokesters and funnier guys on the team. So. I'm curious. You don't have to crack a joke or anything with us now, but where does that sense of humor come from, and where do you try to bring it into the equation when you can? Um, I feel like I've always just had it. Just being, it's just being myself. But when it comes onto that baseball field, that's when I flip the switch, and it's all serious when I'm on the mound. But when it's my off day and watching my uh, teammates go at it, that's when that uh, that side of me definitely comes out. <laughs> That's always funny to see because you're right, Cam. It, you know, we'll watch you in the games and stuff, and literally we can't even see a change in emotion. I know that's such a huge part of pitching. Um, in high school, I saw that obviously you were kind of a two-way player, hitter and a pitcher, and, you know, give me a sense of this story because I saw, and this is through Twitter, but there was a game in your state playoffs where you not only hit a home run but threw a no-hitter and helped your team move on in the tournament. 
Yeah, that's probably the craziest game I've been a part of from both sides of it. It was definitely the peak of my hitting career and uh, can't do too much better on the mound than I did that night. So it was it was a special night for sure. I know you're a couple of years removed and with junior college in between. Did you ever talk to maybe Tyler Shoemaker or Justin about getting some at-bats if, if the opportunity arose? Uh, absolutely not. There's no chance. <laughs> I uh, That was never the best part of my game, never will be. I think I'll stick to the uh, the good old pitching. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. Um, you may have seen this earlier today, but it, it was kind of neat because, of course, with it being a couple of months away from the draft and things of that nature, you were nominated or kind of awarded a, a top 400 prospect for the upcoming MLB draft, and I know you still have some decisions to make, so I'm not worried about that in particular. But what's the honor like of being listed among some of the best players that could possibly get drafted this year? I mean, it's awesome just to know that you're up there with those guys, but I try not to let that affect me too much. I just stick to what I know and what I do. So it's definitely an awesome honor, but definitely not something to be too overjoyed about from my perspective. There's still work to be done. Yeah, was that something, you know, maybe when you were talking with coaches when you're getting recruited to Campbell and stuff, kind of those Seth Johnson experiences or – you know, how Campbell's had success turning players from the junior college level to the minors. Is that something you guys have, have talked about? Uh, we discussed it a little bit, but didn't really play too big of a role because my goal was just to become a better baseball player for sure. And uh, so the draft is always kind of in the back of your mind, but it's not something you necessarily need to focus on directly. No, absolutely, and, and I'm curious. Did, so, did you did you fly in um, to Bowie's Creek at all for your visit, or just kind of talk to coaches over the phone? Uh, I came into campus on a visit. Nice. So then, what you know, when you're taking that official visit weekend and, and getting a sense of what's going on, what stood out to you about the the program, and and what ultimately helped you decide to to come to Campbell? Uh, the coaching staff. Uh, I really liked their the energy they gave off, and. Uh, it just felt like a family atmosphere, and they kept preaching brotherhood, which is one thing I really enjoyed about my uh, junior college experience is that brotherhood bond that you build, and they kept preaching on that. So that's one thing that I really liked about here. Yeah, it's neat because, you know, we talk about brotherhood a lot as a group, the players and the staff, and to see it now over the last six years with, with Justin Hare's watch and whatnot, what were those conversations like with your head coach? And I'm not even sure – you know, if you were a guy who would reach out to Justin or lot, but just your relationship like with him and how he interacted with you and, and the group. Uh, I didn't necessarily uh, have too much direct contact with Coach Hera, mainly with T-Rob and the pitching side, but uh, usually friendly and lighthearted with Coach Hera. Joke here, joke there. And when it came down to business, I'd listen up to him, know what he's got to say is really important, and that – uh our team needed to listen to him and follow in his footsteps. It had to be neat, especially as a pitcher, because I guess the last thing you want to do is say, oh, yeah, after every start, Justin would take me off the mound and pull me out of the game. So at least, yeah, you're just meeting with T-Rob and, and touching on things. Um, from a competitive side, I know the Camel Strong Challenge in the fall, a, a weightlifting competition you know, over the course of a week, it, is a big thing for you. I'm, I'm curious, Cam, had you ever experienced something like that, and, and what was that? not just the competitiveness, but the different types of competitions. Take me through a little bit what that week was like for you. 
So we had a uh, Enid challenge at my JUCO, which is where the World Series was. So we kind of did a thing similar to that, where it's just a week of grueling activities mixed in with some fun activities here and there. But uh, it definitely shows kids' true colors and uh, competitiveness, and it's a lot of fun seeing that come out of everybody. I, I remember that Logan Heinzman's team won or not one, but kind of finished first among the, the competitors. Can you remind me, because I, I can't remember off the top of my head, what team you were on and maybe one of the challenges that, that stood out to you? Um, I was on Heinz's team, so we caught the dub. But uh, <laughs> I definitely like the weight room aspect of it, throwing weight around. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, because that was a uh, – I know they had like some max out challenges as well where you had to reach certain weights and, and try to push yourself. Um what is that relationship like with you and, and Coach Matt Rod? I know he played college baseball, which obviously helps, but just training with him. And we talk a lot about pitchers on this podcast about the day after, not only kind of cooling down, but also some active recovery. What is that like as a pitcher after, let's say, you start on a Friday and you're coming in on Saturday to train? Oh, it's awesome. Uh, he, he's. I feel like my course being here, he's got to know my body better than I have. So he knows what I need to do to get me back. And get me feeling fresh and get ready for my next uh, next start. No doubt, Cam. And, and I know you mentioned your junior college career doing really well because yeah, I do want to bring it up. You know, when you were at Kirkwood, you helped your team get to the Junior College World Series. And, and I believe it was the first time in almost 20 years you had gotten to that point. And the Junior College World Series is, is something that a lot of people know about, but they don't necessarily have been to it. What, what was your experience like and kind of your takeaway from that year? It was awesome. That was uh, that team was so close, and that's the bond we built, knowing that we had each other's back. It was an awesome experience going down to the World Series, seeing the other best JUCO teams around. Didn't turn out too well for us. We kind of blew it once we got there, but the journey there was uh, definitely unforgettable, something I'll remember forever. No doubt, Cam. So you have a flight to South Alabama. That's on the bucket list. Junior College World Series. I know playing in Omaha would have been another big, you know, check mark for you, and that could possibly happen down the road, but obviously not this year. But what what are some some checklist items or things that you would like to accomplish before whatever that next step would be? Um, currently right now, it's just to get through all this craziness. Is probably next on the bucket list. All this stuff going around, but uh. I don't really think too deep into the future. I kind of like to live in the now and take things day by day and just continuing working on my craft. So I don't really think too heavily into that aspect of anything. I wanted to bring this other nugget up because we had uh, Babbitt and, and Scundy on the podcast together, and they both had mentioned that you were one of the most fun pitchers to catch, if you will. They really enjoyed working with you, especially when the ball was you know, zipping to the plate. Does that dynamic – play out with a catcher or is it one of those hey I could throw to anybody you know how how valuable is it to have a couple of guys that you can trust back there oh it's it's very important throwing to someone that you know and trust um coach shoemaker does a phenomenal job with all our catchers so I mean I would say our catchers uh they all catch their style is all pretty similar and I really like how they uh catch the baseball but that bond is something that uh it's kind of unspoken but it's always there and it's super special to have cam i know it it's very unfortunate for all of us not just for you guys as players that 
you know, with things going on with COVID-19 and the season coming to a close uh, a little bit shorter than we all would have liked, what has been the response from you guys as a group? I guess just if there's been any communication and maybe some messages you guys have been trying to share about staying safe or just even keeping the, the bond of this group together. Yeah, it's been a lot about just being there for each other, knowing we have each other's backs and uh, knowing we'll do anything for each other. It's kind of been the message going around with the guys right now. And uh, I know a lot of guys have gone home and not too many people are around, but uh, we still keep communication with everybody right now. And it's still uh, pretty awesome just to have that aspect of everything, just keeping in touch and knowing uh, people are there for you if you need them. Okay, Cam, I, I appreciate you coming on. But my last question, because people always ask us, just with, with your size and stature, if I put Jonathan Tyler, you know, JT's about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six maybe, and yourself in a kind of Spartan race competition, who do you think would, would win it or at least, you know, do the best of the two? It'd be neck and neck for sure. That's my <laughs> other big body. I'm not going not gonna to answer that one, but uh, it'd be a close race for sure. Cam, we uh, we appreciate the time, and, and thanks for jumping on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.